0: and here's your host, John Chapman.
1: All right, welcome to another episode of the 49ers Rush podcast. I'm your host as always, John Chapman. And with me today, I'm pretty excited about this. You guys know I love betting. This gentleman next to me, Connor Allen, um with 4 for 4, if you guys ever do anything with betting, that's the place to go to. He put out some crazy information that I just thought I reached out to him yesterday. I was like, "Dude, I got to have you on." Connor, how are you, my friend?
2: Oh, I'm doing well. As we talked about it before the show, uh, we love to, you know, bet on the NFL. Love to bet some futures here and then. And I thought this was a good way to kind of break
1: down, uh, break down the market and see if we can get an advantage. Dude, I I love it. And so, uh, again, if you're not following Connor, please do me a favor. Head over to Twitter at Connor Allen NFL, and that's Connor with an O, two O's. Um, Connor Allen NFL. He just put out this thing, so. This is a little bit, you know, we're deviating a little bit from what we usually do here at the 49ers Rush. So what I want you to set up for us, Connor, walk us into your crazy brainhead, and help us understand why you went, took this project on. And for those that don't know what it is, talk to us about kind of what you figured out.
2: Yeah, so essentially sports books like the Westgate Superbook and DraftKings, they release spreads for every game for the whole 18-week season. And so you can kind of use that uh, against them in some senses. So we see win totals, every team has a win total. So for example, the 49ers win total is, uh, you know, nine and a half in most spots. And so, but if we look at each game for every week, we'll look at week one as an example. The 49ers are six and a half point favorites over the Bears. So uh, luckily I was able to partner with some people who have a historical model, which tell you how often a team that's a six and a half point favorite wins that game. So it's around 70%. So we'll just use that as a ballpark number. So Essentially, I assigned a number to you know, that game. So like they, the 49ers get credit for 0. 0.7 of a win. Uh, and so kind of going through that through every single game, you kind of can get an implied win total. Essentially, it's like how much every game is telling us, you add it up over the course of the season, how many games they should probably win. Now, obviously, there's flaws in this because you either win or you don't in the regular yeah. season. But at the same time, this is how actually sportsbooks a lot of times often start to set lines like a win totals and then the market shapes it from there. So I think like that this is kind of a good way to check on sportsbooks and see what teams are getting more credit in the market than we just think deserve, what teams are getting less credit. And I think the 49ers are a great team. So I'm glad to be, you know, on this show because there are a lot of like interesting notes about it.
1: Yeah. And you know, it, it's interesting because when the schedule comes out, everybody wants to know, all right, what's your record prediction? Right. And it's easy to sit there and go, okay, 49ers versus the Packers or the Bucks or whomever. It doesn't really matter. But this is the deep analytical side. And, you know, we we do our weekly betting special on this show throughout the whole season. We've done very, very well. But the people in the desert, uh, they kind of they've got some good information, to say the least. Whenever you've got all these millions and millions of dollars riding on the outcomes of these games, they're going to be well informed. And so, Connor, let's go through. All right. You kind of walked us through the platform itself. I'm going to throw this up on the, the screen here. Here you can see uh, Twitter. Uh, This is Connor Allen NFL if you want to check this out. He did this thread where he jumped through some of the teams that stood out. You had the 49ers at four in your thread, which is awesome. Walk us through kind of what we're looking at here and these implied wins with the 49ers and what that means. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into a thousand with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great: it, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon. And this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than 2 blocks. Lillard, 4 3-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on Prize Picks, Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
3: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, starting at the left column there, we have their win total. That's just, you know, what sportsbooks are setting their win total. So over under nine and a half wins for the 49ers is kind of their projected win total. And then we've moved one column over there. Uh, The number of games they're favored in, 13. So that means out of the eight or 17 games they're playing, they're favored in 13 of them. Which I find to be, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, then you look at their implied win total over at the next column, which is kind of the process that I uh, explained you to, it adds up. So, I mean, they're are 10.6 implied wins. So, it's almost like the sportsbooks are not really giving them enough credit with their win total versus what they're giving us on a weekly
1: basis with their lines. So, And I'll yeah. say this just real quick for those that are listening traditional podcast forms and not on YouTube or Twitch or any of the other places, Twitter, like basically here's the whole situation. And again, you you seem to put a lot into FanDuel win totals. Did you take in other sports bets or uh, bookie sites or whatever, or was that kind of the... Yeah, no, I I, uh, I took in
2: count other ones. I mean, I just made it simple just to do FanDuel as like one of our sponsors of 4 for 4 that we have. But uh, we have a, a betting odds table over 4 for 4 that's free that we can compare all the different sports books and all the different odds uh, for all of those. So I'm sure you can probably get, uh, you know, I think 9.5 is the best number, but there's obviously varying juice across uh, different books.
1: Right. And, you know, another thing, you know, if you look at this list, the 49ers are relatively low as far as fan duel win totals. Right. Nine and a half. Um, the highest only 11 and a half. So there's a two game kind of variance from the top of the NFL with the Bills and the Bucks down to the 49ers just on the fan duel projected win totals. Now we get to games favored. That is a different story. The 49ers are right up near the top. Why, why, why are they favored in 13 games, but only nine and a half is the projected win total with Vegas? Connor, what are your takes on perhaps why these, you know, sports books are kind of playing the under on the 49ers' win totals? Yeah,
2: I think that they're, I think they're kind of playing into the variance of the 49ers as a whole, and I'm sure you've talked about it on the show before, but the whole Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo saga has just been you know, ongoing. There was a lot of chatter a couple weeks ago about how Trey Lance wasn't living up to expectations. Now the recent chatter of the past week has been that he's been lighting up the defense, you know, and obviously that's just the normal off-season roller coaster that we see. But I I think that they're just not really sure what to do with the 49ers. And I think that's reflected in the market here in a variety of ways, because I think the 49ers with Trey Lance, obviously, if he hits a ceiling, you know, this is a clear Super Bowl contender that, uh, you know, I would say actually should be one of the favorites in the NFC versus if, Trey Lance is not who they wanted him to be and kind of played like he did last season at times. Uh, You know, they're probably looking closer to like seven or eight wins. You know, they still have a great roster, though. So I think that they're kind of building in that variance here where on a game-to-game basis, uh, they're keeping them within a really tight range. The 49ers are actually only underdogs uh, by more than a field goal in one game, and that's at the the Rams. So – Every game. And that's a project- home
1: game for the 49ers, baby. Exactly. And so,
2: I, I mean, that's a very – I'm pretty sure they won that game uh this year, actually, as dogs on the road. So, I think that that's, like, more than winnable game. So, I think they're going to be close in a lot of games this year.
1: Now, quick question, kind of stepping back from this. Have you found it different with the win totals, with what Vegas is putting out there, with the addition of the uh, 18th game? Because, Or, sorry, 17th game, Week 18? Because, man, I, I, I'm not going to lie – I keep wanting to smash the over on so many different win totals because we're used to seeing kind of the nine point5 eight point5 win totals but now every team has an extra game. I don't feel like the sports books have really made I don't know is am I crazy that they haven't really adjusted it with that or am I wrong? yeah I, I think it's tough because i I keep like my brain
2: had to be fixed you know a little bit almost from like what we saw two years ago and then now last year was the first year with the, the 18th week uh i i mean i think that you, you have a good point like the only concern is obviously again like the last week some teams rest guys some teams don't that's kind of the one of the biggest flaws with all this but yeah i, I think there's still plenty of teams that you could be hitting the over and like using this process like you saw 49ers favored in 13 games uh you know even if you're giving them a 50 50 chance there you know i think mm-hmm. that they're they're in a good spot uh to take advantage of that
1: yeah i i like that and you know i let's let's jump back let's talk some other teams in the nfc west real quick while we got you here connor uh, the Rams, anytime you bring up the 49ers, the Rams, you know, that conversation's just going to continue to go back and forth. Now, the Rams have, you know, they're at 10 and a half, and their number to favorite games only 11. That seems kind of interesting to me that basically they're projecting the Rams to win every single game that they're favored in, which makes sense, but I don't know, man. Like, I have the Rams slated slightly higher than the 49ers in my power rankings. But was there anything that you took away diving into this with the Rams' win totals for the year? Yeah,
2: so I mean, the Rams right now using opposing win totals, they actually are slated to face the third toughest strength of schedule uh, in the league, and so that's that's kind of probably the reason that they're not favored in more games. Because you look at other similar teams on here, a team like Green Bay, ten and a half win total, they're favored in fifteen games. You know, so obviously much more favorable favorable schedule. Tampa Bay, eleven and a half win total, sixteen games they're favored in, whereas the Rams uh, only favored in eleven. Uh, you see like there, the, the implied wins is right about, uh, you know, kind of pretty close there with the win total, uh, in terms of, uh, mm-hmm. it's a 10.7 win totals, 10.5. So I think there's no true takeaway here, but I think that, uh, you know, I do think that the, the strength of schedule is the reason that they're not favored in more games.
1: Yeah. I mean, the fact that yeah, it's weird, it, it, you know, the 49ers win total 10.6, the Rams 10.7, um, Yeah, it's interesting. I'm not betting on the Rams anyway, but if I was, I hate these numbers. I feel like they're, being the Super Bowl champion, I understand they're kind of being favored. But, man, Arizona Cardinals, all right, they're projected the same amount of wins, you know, as far as FanDuel goes, nine and a half wins. That's the over-under. I love this bet, betting the under. I'm not the biggest Arizona Cliff Kingsbury guy. What do you think here?
2: Yeah, no, I I would tend to agree. I think that Cliff has been, you know, a little bit overrated here. I actually saw someone's coaches rankings come out that they had oh, Cliff as was... like a, a top 10, top five head coach or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> For who what? Thought
1: did... <laughs> Yeah, right. What has he done to deserve that? Uh, Maybe on I mean... his own roster.
2: Yeah. Cardinals, eighth toughest strength of schedule. They also have negative amount of net rest, which is something where if you kind of look at the amount of times where they're going to be either playing on the road on a short week or they're playing a team coming off a bye, uh, they have a negative amount of net rest. So that's obviously uh, disadvantageous for them. And as you're pointing to uh, on this year, we have their only favorite eight games and their applied wins is 9.1, which is fewer than their win total. I mean, I think their win total should probably be like eight and a half.
1: Yeah, especially, you know, they always start off hot until their depth kind of shows that they don't have any and then they struggle. And with, you know, DeAndre Hopkins being suspended for the first part of the season, there's just so many red flags. I understand Marquise Brown coming over, all those things. That's great, but... I I, I'm I've bet the under several times on Arizona. I don't like season long bets too much, but that's one I really really like. You know, one thing that's interesting, Connor, you brought up the net rest. Can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah. So um,
2: actually, it was uh, Warren Sharp did some research on essentially on Love Sharp. yeah NFL rest edges so right now like in the top of the league Buffalo has plus 12 net net rest edge so essentially they um and you can go over to find the exact like kind of graph and I tweeted out actually in the thread there as well so essentially you know if you're playing a team coming off of a buy, they have seven extra days of rest than you do so that would be like a plus seven or if you have to go play a team on Thursday coming off a Sunday and they had a buy, obviously they'd be coming off of Whatever, like 10, 11 days of rest and you'd be coming off of only four. So you'd be at a like a negative seven day net rest of the disadvantage there too. So, you know, he put it all together where you can look at each team's total rest and then you get like a net rest thing as well. And obviously break it down further from there because it's something we look at every week. You know, we look at, oh, this team's playing on a short week or this team's look playing on, you know, a longer week coming off of a bye. So I guess looking at it from a full season perspective
1: makes a lot of sense. And I'm surprised that people haven't really started doing it until, you know, lately. Do you happen to have the 49ers kind of score on that available? I'm curious.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So it is, I think it was actually about even here. So they're plus three. So they do have to play a team coming off the bye, but almost every team does. Uh, But they also have multiple other advantages here. So they have like plus three days of net rest. That ranks uh, like a little bit above average. Um, You know, I try and not factor in too much in terms of like, the middle of the pack, but obviously it's a weekly thing there. So, you know, they're, they're going to have some weeks where they're in good spots and some weeks where only like really one or two weeks where they're in like harder spots than normal, but nothing
1: really outrageous. Gotcha. Gotcha. And you know, for the 49ers, any, any, Average is fine when it comes to scheduling, you know, being on the West Coast, you kind of get screwed with traveling and all those Mm -hmm. time zones and early kickoffs on the East Coast. So anything close to average for the 49ers is scheduling is concerned. I'll take that in a heartbeat. All right. Now, Connor, before we get out of here, I want to relish and just enjoy this last part. The Seattle Seahawks. Yikes. Um, Maybe the worst offseason that I can remember. I see they're at the very bottom of your list. Uh, What's going on there? Uh, The the Seahawks are, I think, a complete disaster. I I think, I'm sure you mentioned it,
2: but just the moves here, getting rid of Russell Wilson. He was their, you know, savior pretty much, I think, for the past few years. Uh, Now rolling out either Drew Locke or Geno Smith. As you can see on the sheet here, you know, the win total is at five and a half. They're only favored in four games. Uh, I mean, their implied win total is 6.7, but this is one of those things where I think we're you know, as I mentioned earlier, you either in the real NFL, you either get a win or you don't. So it's one or zero. Whereas this process, you know, you can, you're credited like the Seahawks for like 0.3 of a win, 0.4 of a win when, even though they're probably going to lose most of those games. And I think the the market actually might be giving them too much credit. Uh, And as you see here, they're, they're only favored in four games this season. So for them to go over their win total, they'd have to win six or more. And I'm just not buying it with given their current uh, roster construction.
1: Man, it's interesting. Yeah, I will not bet this one. You know, one, I can't bet that the Seattle Seahawks are gonna win more than five and a half games just because my soul won't let me. And two, I don't want to bet the under because five and a half games is so few. So, So like this is even though they're projected and the all the stuff, I just can't touch this bet because it's it's just too much, it's too little and I I don't know. I don't like it. Now, real quick, um, Connor, you're recording your show tonight. Can you walk us through your show so that my listeners can join you over there because great content, man. It's incredible what you guys do.
2: Oh, I really appreciate it. So, yeah, we have our Move the Line podcast tonight. It'll be streaming on 444 4 Football's YouTube channel, and we'll basically be – well, actually going to be this week going through my thread a little bit more, talking more win totals, kind of breaking down the process, looking at some other teams that stand out. Um, you know, in the rest of the league, but on a week to week basis, we'll basically break down our favorite bets, talk about sides, some totals, some team totals, and then things to watch for, kind of like key advantages or disadvantages each week of the season. Dude,
1: freaking awesome. At Connor Allen NFL. Again, that's C O N N O R Allen NFL. You got to go follow this guy. It made me a smarter fan, and I think he just brings a lot. And especially when we get into our bets this year, Connor, we're going to be reaching back out to you, man. So uh, just appreciate what you do.
2: Oh, I appreciate you having me on at any time. Anytime you want me to come
1: on, I am game. All right, guys, we will be continuing with our 90 players detailed series, our 40-hours roster countdown, but that's going to do it for us right now. And until next time, stay strong faithful.
3: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive.